Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So based on everything we now know about the shooting death that took place in New Mexico, everything we now know about the death of Helena Hutchins, Alec Baldwin firing the weapon, how the weapon got into his hands, The idea that not everybody up and down the chain has a level of culpability is so absolutely radical as to frighten the soul. And I know what you're saying, but Tony, it it was an accident on a movie set. It is so much greater and deeper than an accident on a movie set. And the response to it as a way of understanding where we are in society equals... The problem, no one takes responsibility. No one's taking responsibility. No one even understands what responsibility is. It is only a question of how much blame you can throw. And it starts from the very beginning when we first heard this story and everybody wanted to throw blame without knowing facts. I got attacked on social media for it. Attacked on social media for asking the question, what do we know? Can you imagine? That is a sin because what you're supposed to hear is, oh, it's Alec Baldwin. He's guilty because he's a bad, evil, disgusting, despicable leftist, and you've got to hate him. I don't like the guy's politics. I think he's a terrible father and a punk of a human being. Damn, he does make me laugh on 30 Rock, but that's about it. I still wanted to know what was happening, and rational people did too. But as this unfurls, you realize that if you think that Alec Baldwin has no culpability in the murder, or do we want to call it the killing because it was accidental? I'm not sure how that terminology is supposed to work. Of Helena Hutchins. If you think that Alec Baldwin isn't culpable, out of your head. If you think he's the only one culpable, I wholeheartedly disagree. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Let's take a look at what we know. It's a movie called Rust, where Alec Baldwin is not only a star, he's a producer. And Alec Baldwin had what they called a prop gun, and it went off, and the cinematographer, Helena Hutchins, was shot and killed. A fragment hit... The director, Joel Souza, he was hit in the shoulder. He's already been released from a hospital. The immediate conversation was how Alec Baldwin is inconsolable. He can't believe this. He's been in touch with the family of Helena Hutchins. Over the weekend, they actually had breakfast together. He's simply inconsolable. Jake Tapper did a whole thing uh, 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 about this. While calling out Republicans, he named three Republicans, for tweeting out something uh, like they were, they were what, glad it happened? No, that's not it. That, oh, it's Alec Baldwin, the anti-gun, super angry, always violent Alec Baldwin, and look what he did. I agree, I don't like those tweets. But Jake Tapper, in his five-minute lecture to America... In his 
Jim Acosta moment never once mentioned the culpability of Alec Baldwin, and this is the problem. Alec Baldwin is in this movie. Alec Baldwin has the gun. Turns out the gun was not what they call a cold gun. The gun had a projectile in it. The cinematographer is killed. The director is hurt. We then learn that there is not really an armorer on set. That's what we first heard. What is an armorer? An armorer is the person who takes care of these kinds of weapons, different than a prop person. The armorer that we learned is actually on set, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, she's described as nervous. She's described as green and as new and maybe a way that the movie saves some money by not getting somebody who was more professional. We hear stories about how uh, she was working with the firearms and maybe cleaning them or or loading them uh, with blanks on the ground amongst dirt and pebbles and other things. Who would do such a thing? No one. No one of a rational mind. Then we learn that the gun isn't a prop gun. It was allegedly used for offset target practice. This according to TMZ. So we have a gun that may or may not have been a prop gun, actually a, a an actual firearm that was loaded with projectiles and fired offset for target practice? That was used in a film and an actor was told to point it at the cinematographer and fire. Wait, wait, wait. That's not how it went down, now is it? Because we also hear that the first assistant director is somebody who runs a very, very sloppy ship. Has been cited before and people have complained before about the way they work with firearms about the kind of of things they do. This assistant director, Dave Halls, is who we're talking about. You see, it was Dave Halls who took uh, the gun and brought it to Baldwin and said, cold gun. Cold gun would tell the actor, there's no rounds in it. There's, it's, it's, it's not a live weapon. And you would think, well, that's it. You've got an armorer who didn't quite know what they were doing. You got a first assistant director who didn't take the time to make sure that the gun was indeed a cold gun. Next thing you know, somebody got shot. But that's not the whole of the story. The whole of the story doesn't even go to the reporting um, of of whether uh, the armorer was somebody who was a bit careless whether the first director uh, is somebody who didn't check the weapon. But it goes to Alec Baldwin himself. According to the search warrant that was executed by the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office, this all took place in New Mexico, Baldwin and the crew were setting up a shot that required Baldwin to cross-draw a revolver and point the weapon at the camera. So picture the firearm is on his left hip. He's going to grab with his right hand across his body, and then pull it up, right? That very dramatic look. Me, I would not be crossbody. I'm too big. Wouldn't 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 work for me. Although if I was, uh, if you had a holster, then then you would. So it could have been a holster, right? Crossbody. You got your right hand, grab to your left side, you pull. 
when they realized that there was a shadow coming from a local church on set, they moved the shot. And then they were work- he was working, Baldwin was, Alec Baldwin, working with the director and the cinematographer, and he was demonstrating, okay, so this is how I see it. This is how I'm going to pull it out. And at that moment, he draws the revolver, the one that was put together by the armor, the one that was told to him was a cold gun by the first assistant director, and he pulls the gun, and that's when Halia Hutchins, Halia Hutchins, was shot. In that moment of blocking the shot, Halia Hutchins was shot. Except that doesn't tell the whole story, now does it? Because all of that does not answer the question of why was Alec Baldwin's hand or finger on the trigger? Did Alec Baldwin check the weapon himself? You talk to actors and to an actor. They check, they double check, they recheck. All firearm safety protocols require the holder of the weapon to check the weapon. Alec Baldwin clearly did not do this. Alec Baldwin did not do this before he put it in his holster because as we hear from the reporting, it was on the cart. It was handed to, uh, handed to him, given to him. Cold, cold gun. He never checked. He never rechecked. His finger was on the trigger. If you take a look at the first four rules of fire safety, the four rules of fire safety, always treat every gun like it's loaded. Never put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to fire. Never point at something you're not looking to destroy. Always know your target and what lies behind it. These are the rules. So Alec Baldwin, in two different occasions, did not pay attention to the rules at all and in any way. He did not check the weapon. He did not act as if the weapon was loaded. He did not care uh, about obliterating the target. He had his finger on the trigger, and he had no idea what was behind the people he was working with. There are a multiplicity of failures here that led to this woman's death. A multiplicity. Do I know where the armor is right now? I have absolutely, positively no idea. Is she safe? Is she scared? Is she suicidal? Her mistake killed somebody. That's what she's thinking. And what is media saying? Oh, Alec Baldwin didn't know. He was he was handed this gun. Oh my gosh. How terrible. Allow me to say to you, it is terrible, but every single person in the chain is culpable. If you're going to ask me whether or not the armorer is culpable, I'm going to say yes. And if you're going to ask me whether or not the first uh, AD is is culpable, I'm going to say yes. And if you ask me if Alec Baldwin is culpable, I'm going to say yes. They're all culpable. So why is it that we simply cannot say so? In this rational, simple way, they failed at their task, all of them. Not one bit of safety, 
got checked, double-checked, and rechecked. Everybody just assumed everything was fine, or they were lazy, or as, as you're hearing some of the union people discuss it, they were overworked. There are reports that, that members of the crew left because they thought the work conditions were unsafe. You know, the unions are all over this saying, this is why you need union representation here, there, and everywhere, and they're going to have a dang point. But there is this immediate defense of Alec Baldwin when it should not be. There should not have been an immediate attack on Alec Baldwin. The same exact thing. There was no need for the attack. There was no need for the defense. There was only a need for understanding what the heck had happened. What happened? And the amount of people on both sides of the aisle who didn't give a good holy damn about what happened. That's the part. That's the part that is killing us. Let me tell you, if I had been just someone who screamed, oh, Alec Baldwin's a murderer, I'd probably be on 150 stations right now. You know it and I know it. People don't want, it's like they don't even want to think. Just go right to it. I was very happy to see Kurt Schlichter over at Town Hall you know I do work with the Town Hall Properties, my video series at redstate.com. It's a VIP uh, series uh, called the DC Outsider. You can go to redstate.com, use promo code CATS, K-A-T-Z, and, uh, and you'll get your great discount. Kurt Schlichter, who you've heard on this show, uh, the, the, the colonel and the, and the author, writes at Town Hall, Alec Baldwin got to play his dream role last week, and unfortunately for an innocent woman, it was method acting version of Ted Kennedy. Now, you note that I am mocking a guy whose probable gross negligence killed a lady and maimed a man, and this raises an important question. Do we really want to live in a world where our reaction to a tragedy caused by an enemy is not sorrow and compassion, but mockery? And he responds with, it doesn't matter what we want. We do live in such a world, in large part due to the likes of Alec Baldwin. Kurt's argument is one that we all can understand. That Alec Baldwin is a terrible guy. An absolutely, positively awful guy. Low class and low rent. Alec Baldwin is a two-bit jerk punk. That's what he is. Makes me laugh. Uh, uh, Hunt for Red October and Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, I can watch all day. But still, he's proven himself. To be the kind of man no one should ever want their sons to grow up to be. And Kurt is a not-play-nice kind of guy. Neither am I to, to, to many extents. But I have rules that I must live by. Kurt's argument is these are the rules that these people want to live by. And it's up to us to be nice. It's up to us to have some level of humanity. I put forth to you that there absolutely is up to us to have some level of humanity. But having a level of humanity, recognizing that this woman is dead and she did nothing wrong, Helena Hutchins, remember that name. It doesn't do us any good to say, well, look at what Alec Baldwin tweeted 15 years ago. I guess it's funny now, something about, I wonder what it's like to kill someone. He actually tweeted that out, which I agree, weird thing to tweet. He tweeted that out. 
Why are we bringing it up now? People are looking just for the dig and the grab. Oh, I gotcha. I don't think any of that's necessary. But I'm not going to let Jake Tapper get away with trying to protect somebody who is culpable in a woman's murder. And you shouldn't either. And the people who do that are wrong. Facts and understanding of the case allows us to understand what it is we're dealing with so we can rationalize what should be. Utilizing logic and reason. Utilizing uh, the facts on the ground. Utilizing what we know throughout culture and history. This is what we should want. And I'm going to be good and damned if I don't get it. I'm going to keep fighting for it. Alec Baldwin is not the only person responsible, but you better believe he has culpability. And I believe all of them should be charged. I'm Tony Katz.